Hello, everyone. Do you struggle with your weight? Do you ever worry about your looks? What is true beauty? On my show today, we'll be talking about our relationship with food, with our bodies, with our own beauty. And I have Laura Lee Rourke, who is a therapist who's been specializing in eating disorder recovery for many decades. So she is a body image therapist, educator, and author of two books on recovering from eating disorders. They are It's Not About Food, End Your Obsession with Food and Weight, and the second one is Over It, A Teen's Guide to Getting Beyond Obsessions with Food and Weight. And she has a podcast, which is called It's Not About Food. Welcome to the show, Laura Lee. I am so pleased to have you here today. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Really appreciate it. So I think that this is a very prevalent issue in our society, especially for women and young girls. So can you just talk a little bit about the problem of eating disorders, the prevalence, and kind of some of the things that play into that? Yes. So one of the things that my business partner and I, when we started our nonprofit called Beyond Hunger, working with women and men and teenagers with eating disorders, and we did that in 1988, we really felt that this problem would probably get better instead of what has happened, it got worse. And we didn't see the internet coming We didn't see social media coming. We didn't see the ability to change a person's bone structure for an image in a magazine. And Photoshop, we didn't see that coming. We didn't see any of this coming. If we had, we'd be billion cadillionaires, but we didn't see it coming. And every year it gets worse. And there's a statistic I like to say is that 81% of 10-year-old children are afraid of gaining weight. 10 years old. Wow. You know, I think at 10, I was wondering if I could get a pony (laughs) instead of, should I go on a diet? The amount of pressure on girls and boys, men and women, to be thin, to be perfect, to be spotless, to be really, really smart, to be successful is phenomenal. And it's worse every year. And more boys come to treatment every year. We get more men coming to treatment every year. And so many of these children that come in so young, you know, there's another statistic, 42% of first and third grade girls want to be thinner. And that statistic is the same for boys, but they want to be taller and more buff. Mm -hmm. i.e. they want to have more muscles. These are little kids. They're first and third graders. That's that's scary to me. (laughs) First and third graders that they're they're have been so pulled into this this myth of that perfect body and who you have to be in order to have worth in our society. That's right. And so when they start that young it can get away from them so quickly if they just even start to, say, restrict some foods just because they heard their 
girlfriends say that or their girlfriend's mom say that or even their own mother. And when they do that, they don't have a lot of reserve to go through a really bad eating disorder at 10 years old, 12 years old, even 14 years old. So it gets away from them and it will last for years until they recover. And I find not that everybody that's on a diet will get an eating disorder, but every eating disorder starts with a diet. Mm. And the majority of people who start so young are hospitalized with severe problems at least once during the illness. So longer it goes on, the more they'll get put into some sort of hospitalization. The other thing I want to say is that people don't know how deadly eating disorders are. And I'm talking about any of the eating disorder, not only bulimia, but also anorexia and binge eating disorder. That between, uh, but this is one that's just for anorexics. If you are a female between uh, 15 and 24 years old and you have anorexia, the mortality rate of that young woman is 12 times higher than any other way she can die. So that would be car wreck, COVID, suicide, drug overdose, uh, cancer, any way that a young person could die, it's 12 times higher. So a, a lot of times when I'm talking to parents or I'm talking to the ninth graders that I talk to, they don't really realize that this is a bigger problem than just losing a little weight before they have to have a beach body. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we again, we start out, almost everybody starts out very innocently. Maybe they're called too fat by their family or the, or the place where they live. They have like, they're, they're called pudgy or plus size, you know, as a little kid. And then they start to fool around with food and, Maybe they go on restrictive or maybe they just say, I don't care. And they eat more and get bigger. You know, it's like, well, what is that child's true weight? Who even knows when they're growing out and then up and then out and then up, you know, and you start messing around with their, their bodies that young, it really does. It does a lot on not only their psyche, but also onto their bodies and that, There's over 10 million females in this country alone with one of these eating disorders. And the last statistic I saw was there was over 5 million males. I think personally that has gone up because I see more men coming in all the time. You know, and if you're a compulsive overeater and you gain weight, you're going to also have that extra layer of shame which will often make people turn to other ways to take care of themselves at young ages. So what can kids get? They can get food. They usually can get food. So they may make the problem worse because they're so shamed. Another thing I wanted to talk about is that there was a study showing that 75% of adolescent boys are dissatisfied with their bodies. So these are big percentage. 75%. That's a big percentage. Yeah. And I can tell you going into schools, I go into eighth grade and ninth, I'll go into any class, but usually eighth grade and ninth grade. 
and the boys will feel bad about their height. Their, they don't have a muscle mass yet. They're just dissatisfied with their body. They think they're too long or lanky or too short and small, and they think their hair is too red and they have too many freckles, and they have the same problems that girls do. It just is a hidden problem. Mm. And um, many times, you know. So, and a lot of these boys will start in high school taking all kinds of um, steroids, supplements that have steroids in them or whatever. And they'll start doing stuff that they're reading about it in a magazine that doesn't have any medical proof that any of this is going to work for them. You know, it's dangerous. And it's dangerous, really dangerous. Young ages. Yeah. Well, should we talk a little bit about some of the factors that are contributing to this rise in eating disorders and obsession with weight? Sure. Well, I think the biggest, you know, at Beyond Hunger and in my podcast and my work, I think the biggest problem is the advertising agencies that are hired by these companies to undermine our, in America here, our self-esteem and self-love in order to sell us a product that will make us better. And of course it doesn't. So we need another product. You know, we need another diet. The diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry the fashion industry, multi-billion dollar industry. So if all you see are these really young, wafy uh, models and you do not have that body type, say like you're more curvy, you have to have an eating disorder to look like that model. And people go into it again very innocently and all of a sudden it's getting away from them and they're so unhappy. It's an impossible image. Yes. That image of perfection that is put out there is an impossible standard that young girls and women and men and boys are trying to live up to. And it's airbrushed, it's photoshopped, it's manipulated in every way, shape or form. So what you're seeing isn't real. But notice, you know, if you ever go to a grocery store or a market, in the checkout lane, yes. there yeah. will be, you'll be inundated with all these. And you understand this as a, a hypnotherapist as well. Yes. So some of these messages that your subconscious mind is really taking in, That's which right. are all saying you're not enough. You're, you're not, not good enough the way you are. No. You lose weight. Get fit. Have a better sex life. Every single one of these things is some sort of a remedy for the fact that you're not enough the way you are right now. And you're certainly not happy. (laughs) So this will make you happy. Um, We talk to the kids, we have a a slideshow or presentation, and we put up a bunch of magazine covers. And we say, what is the message that you're getting? You know, the real message that you're getting. And they'll say, you know, well, if you're a woman, you should be thin and you should be on a diet. I mean, every woman's magazine that we have up there has a diet. Mm -hmm. And if you're a man, you should have these muscles and you should also be rich. So it's like the women's 
the message to the women is be on a diet and the message to men is get rich, <laughs> you know? Mm. So neither one of them are about their character or how wonderful of a person they are. Are they a good student or a good, you know, son or daughter? Are they a good mom when they're older? None of it is, who are they? None of it is affirming. No. None of it is affirming and inviting them to see the beauty that is within them. Yeah. Right now, just as they are. And I tell the students and my clients that, you know, your weight is your less, your least important thing about you. It's who you are. And that's what people love you for. And that's why you love them. So don't believe the height, the hype. And also that our genetics play a huge role in how we look. So again, if you're meant to be in a really tall and thin body, that's your genetic coding. And if what's really in is shorter and rounder, well, you're out of luck, you know? And if you're shorter and round and the what's in is this tall and thin, well, you're kind of out of luck, you know? You can be chasing this dream forever and it's not going to work. And it won't you know, be real. It, mm-hmm. I have, I've had clients break down in just tears because I said, this probably is your natural body. Yeah. So there's a lot there. I'm the, the psychology as well. And, you know, the association with being fat, yep. um, all of that, it's huge. We'll take a short break now, and we'll be back in just a moment with more from Laura Lee Rourke, specialist in eating disorders. We'll be talking about solutions. And thank you for listening. If you enjoy my show, please recommend it to your friends, share it on social media, leave me a positive review. It means the world to me. For more inspiration, you can hear all my shows on my website, oshahayden.com, or on your favorite podcast provider. And you can tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. on KSVY 91.3 FM Sonoma. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <music> 